The opinions and viewpoints expressed in .NET Rocks are not necessarily those of its sponsors or of Microsoft Corporation, its partners, or employees. .NET Rocks is a production of Franklin's Net, which is solely responsible for its content. Franklin's Net, training developers to work smarter. Rockheads, it's the .NET Rocks Visual Studio 2010 Road Trip with guest Tim Huckabee, recorded live in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Wednesday, April 28, 2010. Carl and Richard are hitting 15 cities in three weeks, recording a new show every day. Follow them in real time online at .netrocks.com slash roadtrip. The .NET Rocks Visual Studio 2010 Road Trip is brought to you by a handful of sponsors, including the following gold sponsor, Telerik. Deliver more than expected online at www.telerik.com. Preemptive Solutions, powered by Runtime Intelligence, online at preemptive.com. And Redgate Software, ingeniously simple tools, online at red-gate.com. Special support is being provided by the Microsoft Visual Studio team, the Windows Phone 7 team, and the Bing team who developed the Road Trip Tracker application in Silverlight 4. And now, here's Carl and Richard interviewing Tim Huckabee in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hey, Tulsa! Welcome to .NET Rocks! What a great venue. I love Tulsa. This is a beautiful place, actually. And there's a tornado outside. It's a little windy. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's, it's really windy out it there. It is. There's not the, a tornado. The RV was changing lanes on its own. <laughs> hey, I flew here. Hey, it was Tim, wild. It's Tim Huckabee. <laughs> hey, boys. Tim Huckabee's with hey, us. Hey, right. <laughs> And I know you're here for the fly fishing, right? Yes, That's why yes you're here. I am. Where yes, you, I am. You're going fishing tomorrow? Do you, do you guys want to talk about this? <laughs> well, so you I get clearly a, do. Uh, how about this? Yeah. Explain to me why the guy from San Diego goes to Tulsa, the guy from Nashville goes to San Diego. It's very simple, actually, because you always speak in San Diego because that's your hometown. So we wanted to bring you somewhere where they don't see you so much. I like so it. Thought, and no, fishing. I love it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. the way I was recruited to this is Richard sent me an email that said basically a link www.tulsaflyfishers.org Because I, I, I just cut straight to the chase with you, Tim. Exactly. I know what motivates and you. And I said, I'm in. Sweet. <laughs> Simple thing. So really? yeah, the Lower Illinois River, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow That's morning. where I'm going. Got yourself a guide? Uh, no, I'm going to go out without the guide. Really? Yeah. All right, so we'll never see you again. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> they do let water out of this 10-killer dam. By the way, that's the name of the dam, 10-killer. Ten 10 killer. Wow. Anybody know why? I'm, uh 
Cherokee, Cherokee or ten people got killed fly fishing there. <laughs> so brown trout? What are you after? Uh, yeah, brown rainbow. Are we supposed to be talking about software? <laughs> we, we can, but yeah. What I, so what I'm I like fishing about, tomorrow. What I do like about fishing is that there are fishing geeks just like there's computer geeks, right? Mm-hmm. I've, I've met astronomy oh, yeah. geeks. I've met aquarium geeks. They're total fishing geeks. And I saw them at that Bass Pro Shop down the road, <laughs> which is the biggest building I've, I think I've ever seen. I mean, that and the Boeing Center where they build the 777s. It's a, you got to go in there, man. It's like nine stories tall, and it's, em, it's hollow all the way to the top. What did you say? That was the Oklahoma version of Fry's? It all, oh, yeah, Fry's Electronics, right? It's like it's a mecca kind of place. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Do you all have they a have Cabela's a, here? A Cabela's? No Cabela's. It's very similar, but I once held a meeting in the Cabela's in Salt Lake City because they have like a conference room. Oh. You know, they'll do anything to get you in there. They're, I assume Bass Pro Shops has the fish. So you walk by the fish, and you go, ooh, Fish, and then boom, you're in merchandising and the fishing stuff. Right? They're not as dumb as they look. And it's a Starbucks right in the middle of it. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I noticed there, there was actually a conference room right in the back, in behind the gun section, and a little sign there that says, buy a handgun today, get a free concealed carry class. <laughs> Whatever that is. It's wonderful. It's Oklahoma, man. Wonderful. All right. Pictures of Charlton Heston everywhere. It's awesome. So uh, we, we have had Tim on the show so many times now. I, I can't even begin to tell you how many people listen to .NET Rocks in the show, and not by raise of hands, actually make some noise. Wow. Cool. So the very first time Tim was on the show, he told this great story about how he was doing a demo with Bill Gates, and uh, a little producer woman was, was wreaking havoc with their day, and it was kind of funny. Uh, but since then, Tim has done all sorts of great work with his company, Internology, uh, an early adopter of WPF, the, the whole Scripps Institute cancer molecule thing, where they were doing 3D WPF mo- models of molecules, cancer molecules, with annotations using WCF in real time. Uh, and this was shown at TechEd, and it's been shown at launch Launch and events. And we're still doing that stuff. In fact, yeah. it's, it's even more intense now that the, the boys and gals um, stitch together 2D images hmm. and create real 3D Wow. And then tour of the human body type stuff. Wow. That's or on the cancer research side, you know, it's reconstructing the rabbit or the rat or whatever they're testing on. But it's taking 2D. You know, it's all .NET, too. I mean, we throw a little high-performance computing at it. I, mm-hmm. I point at Richard just because yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. the hardware guy. Right. Um, but nonetheless, it's all .NET. Stuff you, you wouldn't dream of doing just so a couple synthesizing years synthesizing MRI images together to rend- do a 3D rendering? And PET scan and CAT scan. Wow. PET scan is like the trendy... Um, you know, the latest and greatest. Positronic Not emissions, very, tomography. Yeah, very, very expensive machines. How do you machines. know that? What? Just, he knows everything. Does everybody know what a PET scan is? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, but I don't know what it stands for. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know either. <laughs> All I know, it's a 2D image. We've got to stitch them together, yeah. which isn't that tough. It just takes a lot of crunch. Yeah. And then, you know, doing flybys. I, I mean, stuff, software really affecting... Yeah. The, the human race in a positive way. So this is I mean, really about allowing the, the, the doctors to look, to see the body in, you know, inside right. out kind of thing and, and be able to make a better assessment. All diagnostic type right. stuff. I don't know if yeah. you've been listening to the news, Tim, but uh, just recently <laughs> the, we've pretty much come to a consensus that most cancers are viral in nature. 
They're caused by viruses. Well, and that discovery has sort of changed the whole face of the way we're attacking cancer. It's interesting because um, Dr. Peter Kuhn, who you were, you were just mentioning, right. mm-hmm. who we're all honored to know. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. we're just honored to Brilliant know this guy. guy. Yeah. He is. In, in, a, in, a, in a group of folks that are just crazy smart, this is the guy that scares everybody. Right. And can drink anybody under the table, too, <laughs> by the way. She's very well rounded. His family makes schnapps in Germany. I mean, that's they're farmers. So, in any event, um, he'll tell you there's a number of factors. He'll tell you that uh, all humans have cancer at some level. We're just genetically imperfect. We happen to to die before it manifests, and Mm. and many people live their whole lives with cancerous tumors. And it doesn't matter. When all hell breaks loose is when things metastasize. When the cancer cells travel through the blood. In in any event. uh, Dr. Kuhn will tell you that we bring the onslaught of that metastasization is typically viral, or in some cancers, we can really directly affect it, like with asbestos yeah. or with cigarette smoking, right. or in, in some cases, um, eating. You know, mm. some, some bizarre things or, or overweight type stuff. Apparently in California, eating anything will cause cancer. <laughs> yeah, I right. see the signs everywhere. <laughs> we just traveled through California. Even the RV's got a Terry sign. Yeah. Tim's from California. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a native Southern Californian, if you can believe that. Mm. And, uh, yeah, we're a mess. We're bankrupt. Yeah. We're, it, it's, it's total chaos right now. But does that change the way that cancer research is done and with, with the technology? Or Yeah. No? So, so I, I hope Peter's comfortable with me saying this, but just a matter of weeks ago, they made a breakthrough. And they, right. they have, like, three or four, like, earth-shattering patents over the last 18 months. Hmm. And did you also know that because of some of this stuff, cancer, the rate of which people die of cancer has dropped significantly over the last three years. It's actually going down. Three years. Mm-hmm. Over the last three years, there's less cancer deaths. Wow. Right? Because of all these treatments. Anyways, sure. Peter and his brilliant people came up with an amazing discovery. And I was, I'm getting tingles just talking about it. I was with him just a couple weeks ago, and he says, you're not going to believe what we found. Ultimately, what they found is a better way to identify the amount and type of cancer cells in the blood by, by doing this procedure against it. Right now, oh. it's a really, this diagnostic is, is not accurate at all. Hmm. And if doctors had a better way of seeing what's actually going on in your body, body they could treat better. Because nowadays, unfortunately, right. why we have all these wild drugs, people aren't being treated properly, no. either by dosage or misdiagnosing what type of cancer it is, mm-hmm. all this stuff, right? Well, they invented this thing that gives an accurate cell count and the types of cancer in there that will allow doctors to accurately prescribe, you know, what to do. With it's, a it's, simple blood it's awesome. sample. I've, I've never seen Peter so excited in his life. Wow, that's famous. Yeah, it, and I'm like, please let me in on the deal. <laughs> I, is, there, is, there, is there software in here somewhere? Right, right. You know, can we manifest like a, a client portal on the Windows 7 phone yeah. in Silverlight just to show these right. people what's going on? A little USB. And he's like, oh, thing. yeah, yeah, okay. Just let Prick us. your finger, a little USB. <laughs> stay thing, away, little know? boy. Just let us get through this. Can you imagine instant yeah. cancer diagnosis kit? You buy it at Staples for 40 bucks. It's a little USB thing, and you. You, if you ask Peter, we're, we're going, we're moving to that direction where That's a doctor crazy. will, you'll take, you'll give a little bit of blood and they'll in 20 seconds be able to That's awesome. figure out what the hell's going on. Now, pre- we're not talking about prevention. We're right. talking about cure. Diagnosis. Prevention is a, whew, you know, there's a lot of diseases, cancer being one of them that are really tricky mm-hmm. to, um, 
pin down. Well, I just I like the idea that you know a lot of us spend our, our development careers building CRUD apps, you know, yeah, order yeah. entry systems. You've and, heard me say this. Yeah, no, yeah. and it's yeah. just exciting to me to see that you know there's software out there that's helping to cure cancer and to, to help doctors understand how to do better treatments. Like that, that's very exciting to me. Yeah, so I say this all the time. Um, you know, internology builds a lot of pretty cool software from a technical perspective. It's amazing Surface stuff. De- development. Yeah, Surface, touch, Silverlight, Windows 7 Phone now. You know, a lot of keynote demo stuff. But it pales in comparison to building for some of these customers that are actually helping the human race. I mean, yeah. it's mm-hmm. very fulfilling stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But now... Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't I just see the press release? Haven't you retired from this company you, you're so excited about? <laughs> well, that's, well, they stopped letting me write production code years ago. Yeah. Right? I can, <laughs> for, I can, for obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah, I can build a mean demo, but uh, yeah, they, they'd rather die than have me in there. Some of that 3D. Oh, my yeah. God. And, and if you guys want any of the, the WPF 3D stuff, you're more than welcome to have it. Send me a, an email. It's actually well, up on Codeplex. Some of it's on Codeplex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Be, try and step through that stuff. Mm. The trigonometry and the calculus, tan, math.tan, <laughs> holy cow. So, yeah, um, you know Emily, you guys know Emily, yeah. mm-hmm. she's my number one, she's been running the company for a long time, and mm. she, she's a much better CEO than I could ever pr- pretend to be. I mean, ultimately, mm. I'm just a technical guy, right? Mm-hmm. So the master plan when I hired her was to have her take over, just took the economy kind of mm. whacked us, and it, it took me a little longer, but yeah, she took over, I don't know, three months ago. Mm-hmm. So that I can be freed up to do a product company. Really? Yes. And the next thing you're going to say is, okay, what's its what, name? What, is the <laughs> what are you going to yeah. build? What are you doing? Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> can we beep that out? <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think we could, actually. Yeah. So, um, so you just want to do, you want to get back to yeah, developing products. You know, I, I worked on a product team at Microsoft. I came from a product background. We got into the service thing, and it's great. Don't get me wrong. The service mm. business, meaning we build custom software. It's all one-offs. Um, we have a number of IP assets in the firm, though. A lot of it is in healthcare and life sciences. But there's other stuff in kiosk and interactive digital signage. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mm. all about that multi-touch thing. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the hardware coming from multi-touch at consumer prices is, is going to change the world. Yeah, coming. it makes me wonder if the surface is doomed, Soon. right? <sighs> See, he knows things he can't say. That's why he's You're sorry. setting me up. I'm just asking the One question. might speculate like, if the Surface team doesn't get their act together and get a new device out there that isn't a, you know, a cocktail a table, table yeah. that they're going to get pounds. passed by some of the awesome Windows 7 compatible hardware. Yeah, coming. if I take one of those big touchscreens that are coming and I lay it down on my counter... It's remarkably surface-ish. Well, there's <laughs> oh, we're dead. so many things that... <laughs> we're dead now. I'm dead. I mean, I, we've, we've built over 30 surface apps. I love these guys, but I, I do need them to, to yeah. issue new form factors. They do have one coming, supposedly ultra-secret, mm-hmm. by Christmas time, a new surface. Now, wow. admittedly, the surface, I mean, I've learned enough about it to know that it's more than just a screen, right? They've got that... Cameras, cameras down there. Yeah. I remember seeing very... Like, they almost do facial recognition. They're yeah. amazingly talented. But every app I've ever seen uses none of those features. <laughs> well, except for the stuff we built. Yeah. So that, in case you don't know what the surface is, it's, it's just a Windows computer. With um, cameras. And XP computers, I recall. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Vista. Oh, boy. Yeah. There's a step yeah. up. Yeah. Woohoo! Again, if the, the Surface team needs that new device. But the cool thing is it's, it's WPF and it's XNA. So all this 
.NET stuff, you, you, if you're building .NET applications right now, you can build for the Surface right now. In fact, you can build for the emulator. It's a lot better on the table. Mm -hmm. But there's a reason it's expensive. It has five magical cameras that look up, mm. and they do recognition. So the back, back of my business card has a byte tag, and I put my business card on there, and it immediately authenticates me and says, hey, Tim, you know, blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. Right. Um, the other differentiator is its fidelity of touch is right. magical. Well, it, More yeah. than just two points. I mean, it's all, like magical. Of, all of your what, fingers what all What did we do? We time. got like five people around it all with all fingers down. And it was able to try it. was like 50 or 60 points at once. It, yeah. it tracked every yeah. one of them. As many hands as you can get on there. Yeah. There's other things um, for the developer that are very compelling. Like in the app we did for the, the United States election, mm -hmm. the, the customers, the Library of Congress. Um, if you put your finger down on the surface... It takes the picture or object and rotates it towards where your finger is pointing. And it, it can actually do that. So it can tell the shape of and the finger. And we didn't write a lot of code to do that. That's mm. one of the things you kind of get for free in the surface. Yeah. That and authentication. I think your XP computer just timed out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to, the, uh, you, think, you had a really nice rotary dial, too, in that yeah, demo. Yeah. That was like a rotary nice. dial phone. I, I love to tell so the story nice. behind that. I wish we had a computer to show you guys uh, or, or a link to it. But uh, that is the slap in the face for me, that moment. When I saw that rotary dial telephone, that was my sobering moment of why we need designers. Yeah. Up to then, I was kind of skeptical because there's, there are plenty of programmers in the world that have artistic talent. Yeah, mm -hmm. for rectangular things. But not like. <laughs> That's about, about where that. it ends. Yeah, yeah uh, the, we used uh, uh, just a fantastic designer on that app, and it showed that you know yeah. programmers just don't build controls no. like that. Now that was a work. And of most art. people, when they see the video of that app, as opposed to just walking up to the surface and seeing it work, think that there's actually a telephone sitting on yeah. the surface. It looks so wow. good. It looks so realistic and behaves so well. And in you know there's an Easter egg in there, too? No, no, I didn't. Oh, God, this is brilliant. <laughs> These young guys at the company have too much time on their hands. So in the middle of the night, they built an Easter egg that if you dialed their birth dates in some order, I always forget what it is. They're so young, too. It's, you know, like... It's yeah, like 1986, <laughs> you know. I was in college in 84, by the way. Um, anyways, you dial that, and then out pops everything you'd ever want to know about these guys, their pictures and stuff like that. That's so, cool. That's yeah. cute. Have you seen any? Do you, I love Easter eggs, and I just haven't heard about any Easter eggs in Visual we, Studio or We used to like do that. them all the time. Wasn't there an anti-Easter egg mandate sometime? Yeah, well, Microsoft got so serious. The product team I worked on, I mean, we spent more time on the Easter egg than we did on the product. <laughs> <laughs> the same day was Age of Empires. Oh, I shouldn't be telling you guys this. But at the time, the first Age of Empires uh, game came out, and right, all the yeah. blue badges... You probably heard me tell this story. Blue, blue badge is an employee at Microsoft. Mm -hmm. And then you have a number of contractors that have yellow badges and orange badge. Orange and, yeah, and yeah. then there's some other badge. Yeah. In any event, all the blue badges just you know, forgot all their bugs and all they had to do in shipping the product. They all went in their offices and started playing AOE. <laughs> and sure enough, the, the Easter egg in the product was AOE-based. That, so that's what they were working on. <laughs> you know, I, was, I was freaking stressing out <laughs> because I was working on the worst server product in the history of Microsoft. But, you know, whatever. Bob server. We haven't, um, we haven't seen an Easter egg in a long time. No. Yeah. IE used to do magical Easter eggs. Yeah. That IE team? Right. Ah, great yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Microsoft got so serious. 
<laughs> no fun anymore. Yeah. No fun anymore. This portion of .NET Rocks is brought to you by our good friends at Telerik. We've been blown away by the uptake and the quick adoption of Silverlight. It's no secret, though, that the platform didn't provide for consistent integration with the web analytics services. Well, not anymore. As you might have already heard, Microsoft announced its Silverlight Analytics Framework, which solves the above-mentioned problem. But what's also interesting is that Telerik already provides support for the framework. Telerik's the first UI components vendor to offer handlers for the Silverlight Analytics Framework. Using RAD controls for Silverlight, you can immediately benefit from the advantages of the platform and start tracking the statistics of your applications. You can read details and download the handlers at Telerik.com slash Silverlight. And hey, don't forget to thank Telerik for supporting .NET Rocks on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash Telerik. So what's the story about the XP? Oh, I heard it. I read this thing about, uh, and I think it was, um, I can't remember who wrote this, Raymond Chen. He, the XP CD had some space left over at the end of it. <laughs> I heard this and story. Microsoft felt like it was a waste to just ship a CD that didn't have bits that actually had something. That didn't in have that. ones and zeros. When yeah, it didn't have ones and zeros. It was all zeros. So what they did is they one of the guys at uh, Microsoft took an old version of Microsoft Bob. Okay, remember Microsoft Bob? Yeah, no, that's a good thing you don't actually. <laughs> and this is probably it was the Edsel of Microsoft software, wouldn't you say? Microsoft Bob, it was like a total flop. So they, he took the bits of Microsoft Bob and scrambled them all up and randomized them and put them at the end of the Windows XP CD. So in Windows XP, if you have an original CD, you can actually take those bits. But I can't remember how you get to them. Oh, there's I, 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 in the file system, you get to them? Yeah. But when the guy built the encryption key, all he did was he smacked on the keyboard, right? Yeah, so that's you, what it was. You've got to get really lucky to figure out what the encryption <laughs> so key was. if you smack on the keyboard good enough, you might have close to a working copy of Microsoft Bob. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was for Win 3.1. I, I knew there was something on no, there. I thought it was XP. Uh, it, it was on the XP uh, disk. No, it was on, oh, the, Win Bob was it was on the Win 95 disk. Yeah. But it was for Win 3.1. Bob was for Win, Win 3.1. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. So much fun. Yeah. Hmm. The little things you learn when you hang around. The you largest must company have in the world. So many stories. Like I, have, that. I have lots of stories after working for with Microsoft since 1990. Yeah, geez. But um, here, we, most of them have the F word. So we, can't. <laughs> well, we can bleep it, right? What, um, any thoughts on the fact that, that Apple just sort of passed Microsoft in market cap like this past month? Well, was it in market cap or was it, or was it they cash passed, on hand? It was they passed like, them in something. Yeah. It was a valuation or something, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was cap. Well, it can't. Well, Microsoft's still the largest company in the world, right? So it can't be. It can't be. Well, either way, Apple is a magical company. And, 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 and Microsoft's not? Uh, Microsoft is magical and needs to get more magical. <laughs> um, Good answer. You know, I, I carry an iPhone. I know, but... I you, hate it. Are you going to switch to a WinPhone 7? Oh, God, yeah. In a oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, they're currently they're about $5,000 each for a prototype. Right. If you buy them in quantities of 50000 nice. And they last that's for five what, minutes. That's what Scott Guthrie said. I'm trying to get... I'm trying to get... I was telling these guys earlier when we were eating, I'm trying to get one of these things in our hands again, because you can just borrow them. That's right. all you can yeah. do. You can't keep them. We right. borrow them for like two days. You FedEx forward, FedEx back. So I, the largest retailer in the world, I'm demoing an app in Bentonville, Arkansas, right? 
and I can't get the darn phone. And, and Scott Guthrie says things like, well, if you have $50,000, you can, you can buy, buy one right now. Yeah. Or if you buy 50000 you can get them for 5000 each. Nice. Whatever. Uh, by Christmas, I'm told. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to make the Christmas season. But we can build software for them right now, and that's, in fact, what we're doing. Yep. You know, it's, it, you feel like it's lip service at, at Mix when the, the Windows Phone team says, you can start building software for this thing right now in the emulator. Mm-hmm. But it's true. No, it is. I mean, short of accessing, like, the device-specific stuff, like the GPS. Mm-hmm. And, that, you know, it's a beta. So there's, there's and you're at your desk. <laughs> yeah. And you can't go like this. Yeah. Short of that, you know, it's just Silverlight. They're claiming 98% parity, and it's yeah. looking that way. It's looking like a... Parity with Silverlight 3, plus right. some Silverlight 4 stuff added in. Yeah. Plus the... the Multi-touch gesture thing, which native Silverlight doesn't have, interestingly. I'm waiting for video conferencing on a phone. Wouldn't that be awesome? Like real time? You hold it up, you see who you're looking at, and they see you, and you can just have a video conversation. I'm waiting for the American infrastructure, telephone infrastructure, to be able to support something like that. We (laughs) have the devices. Actually, it, it can, but the device has to be powerful enough to do it. And the GPU in the Win Phone 7 is powerful enough to do that. But, you know, I, I can do, you know, even with MSN Messenger, I can have video chats now. We were, I was that's, having video chats on internet. the road. That's internet. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. about in the sky, cellular. Oh. We need 4G Actually, or I'm, better no, 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 no. To, to move data. Guys, I was, we've been on the road using Verizon 3G. Edge, that's what I have. Yeah. yeah. Cards. And I was having a video conversation in the RV. As we're driving at 70 miles an hour using Windows Live Messenger. Ah, interesting. And it was great. Have you done this lately? (laughs) Have I done video conferencing? Messaging? Or tried it? It actually works pretty well. No, I haven't. It actually works really well. But maybe I should. So call me from the RV tomorrow. Either. I mean, you're you're going to be drowning really in a nice. river. No, that's true. Yeah. Day after next. You should probably call us. You, you guys aren't even returning emails. What are you talking about video conferencing in the bus? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think we do the whole day when we're driving? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? That's just the driver. <laughs> no, do I know Tom is quite you sober. Do you guys, I don't know about <laughs> <laughs> they keep giving us bottles of booze. What can I tell you? Yeah. Actually, oh, that's right. You get a bottle of booze in every city. Yeah. No, we have this uh, ride along with Carl and Richard contest that uh, Telerik is sponsoring. And I'm not saying there's any correlation, but uh, every, almost every winner has given us booze. Yeah. I don't know how that happens. And we've got Sean? no time to drink it. No, Sean didn't give us booze. No. Sean's our ride along winner from, from Dallas. He came, came with us today. How was the ride, sir? Bumpy. Yeah. <laughs> Were they drinking? So I'm sitting. No, no, no. He's so going like this. The, we we're not drinking. <laughs> Dude. So I'm sitting on the couch, and he goes, Why don't you sit at the table? I said, Go ahead and try it. Your laptop hovers about an inch off the table because yeah. it's bouncing so much. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about WPF, because obviously you've been heavily involved in it. It's going away, right? God, you are Mr. <laughs> controversy today. Am I the only interviewee with gray hair that you have away. on the bus tour? Um, so one might one. speculate nice. that all these XAML-based technologies are going to merge in the, in the end. Into one product. Should we stop talking about Silverlight WPF, just talk about XAML? 
It's You've said that world. before, and that's the way I speak I like of it. it. You know, it, if if you know WPF, you're automatically a brilliant Silverlight programmer. Mm-hmm. If you know Silverlight, you could jump into WPF and be effective. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, yeah, we need a way to get the entire .NET framework to the lightweight runtime mm-hmm. that Silverlight has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those geniuses have admitted that that's ultimately they're working on. That is a tricky security problem though to to either trickle download the framework or figure out how to get 80 what is the .NET framework now 80 megs remember it used to be 200 and they slimmed it down down. it went on slim fast and but it does uh, feel like we're getting some old bit I mean we're four versions into the framework now into Silverlight? No, I mean four versions of the In, .NET framework. Well, a lot more than itself. that, actually, before yeah, official numbers. Four mega versions. Yeah, right. Well, and, yeah, and some, major, some pretty big minor versions in between. We have baggage. Like, there's stuff in the framework I really don't care about anymore. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Is it, isn't getting, it turning into Win32? It, a lot of well, it's getting yeah. deprecated, though. A lot of it's getting deprecated. The question is, are they actually going to start pulling stuff out of the framework? Like, the client edition of the framework really excited me because it brought up this prospect of not having to have the whole framework around, just the pieces you actually need. Right. Yeah. The framework is not a monolith. It breaks into different right. chunks. Which Don't makes Civilite really compelling, which yeah. makes that, that idea that I, I always say, that trickle-download thing, you know, where you actually, your app looks out into the sky and pulls down the framework classes it needs. Right. Kind of builds the .NET framework on the fly. It has a manifest of what pieces it's going to need. I, in I, it. I think that's a great Personally, idea. Personally, I don't see the convergence that you're talking about of WPF Silverlight. I always think that you're going to have a version of the framework like Silverlight that runs in a client that doesn't have enterprise services, for example. But enterprise services is clearly required on the server, if not for backward compatibility, just for, for operations. Well, time and will tell, right? And, and would, you, would you not like w- to sit w- in the room... While they are brainstorming yeah. .NET 5. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be really interesting. Well, they must be doing that now. I mean, I'm sure they're talking. They're probably talking about 6 as well. I mean, my sense every time I talk, we, when we talked to Dustin Campbell, right, mm. he was not working on the next version of Studio. He was working on the version the after that. Next, yeah. You know, they, they, I got to think that a lot of what's in the next version is the stuff that didn't make it into this version, plus a few new things. But a lot of the real big brainstorming is two versions out. The other whining I'm hearing lately is, or reading lately, is that, that the .NET framework is now 10 years old. Yeah, which it's, old, means, it's older. Which means we should throw it away and start I new. I don't get that. I, I, I don't buy into that. I don't that, buy it at all. But there are friends of ours people who think are hell-bent on disposable, this. And I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. Well, we're, we're walking into that issue. Like it's not fresh sense. anymore. Well, because it's not. Right? Well, it got too to complex. The argument is it's bloated. It right. got too complex. Well, there's know? a lot of things that we don't use anymore. That's as Richard still have to be yeah. there we have for backward compatibility. It's a Win32. Yeah. It is really. It's like Win32. We still have to be there for backward compatibility, though. True. Yeah. There's a couple of different directions that are going on right now that I think put a lot of pressure on the the XAML world. The biggest one I think is HTML5. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Now, of course, HTML5 has only taken is taken longer to develop as a specification than .NET's been around, right? I think I saw the first draft of HTML uh, of HTML5 in '97 or '98, after HTML4 had been fit ratified. Yeah. So we started, you know, .NET came along in 2000. Here we are. They still haven't ratified the HTML5 spec. My, my problem with the, these specs, you know, I, I I'm I adore if if they could get HTML5 out and all the browsers on all the platforms could run one consistent version of it, I'd be, amen, bring it, right? Bring it. 
But we know that's not, not going to happen. Close to the I, and God, speaking of 97, 98, remember we started building HTML-based applications in a classic ASP? Yeah. And you, you literally wrote three major versions of your yeah. app and targeted each browser. You had to. I worked on that, mm-hmm. that internet commerce product at Microsoft that everyone hates so much. It was tough. Yeah. And I do not want to go through that in HTML5. I, I don't. Yeah. Which I think provides a lot of legs for Silverlight. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I mean, the most compelling thing I think about Silverlight is it's been around for 30 months. I mean, Scott Goo's .NET Ninjas there, they cranked this thing out, so, and they're four versions in. Like, it didn't exist when, when, uh, when 2005 shipped. The right? most productive team at Microsoft. And they did it so brilliantly, too, with getting video in the, as the way in. You know, video, just like flash video, was the way. But they not just half assed. They did it. Oh, no. Excuse my language, but they, yeah, they no. really did it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, I mean, granted that the flash folks have their own c- compatible type technologies, mm-hmm. but if any Joe can do Silverlight streaming live, with just the, like da, 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 next, 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 it's pretty compelling stuff. With the .NET framework underneath it, providing all that great support. You know, and all those developers out there ready to pounce on it. You know that Silverlight's the, the most quickly and wildly adopted technology in Microsoft yeah. history, or developer technology in Microsoft mm-hmm. history. There's a reason I for that. that. I mean, we're not Microsoft employees, so we can critique them where they suck and praise them where they're great, right? right? In, in this case, they're great. Yeah. That Silverlight team has their act together. Amen, brother. We can't say that about all those teams. No. <laughs> well, I just I mean, we've got the tracking app on behind us here. This is all built in Silverlight 4. Is this thing still working? Silverlight. Oh, yeah. I saw this a week ago in San Diego. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. still going. Awesome. You can see us there. There we are around. Well, God Rovero. bless the Bing team for doing this. Yeah, it's amazing. Cool. But, uh, yeah, Silverlight 4. So, already. Like that. And Silverlight 5 coming, um, full trust out of browser. You, you're, you really wanted to get into the controversy of, which is, at my level, you know, I, I talk to the CIO types. Right. They're like, so inside the firewall, do I do WPF or do Silverlight? Since Silverlight 4 runs fully trusted out of browser, yeah. it looks like WPF. Sure. Except and that it's I'm one not so sure model. what the answer is right now. I got to think, if if I'm talking about developer resources, why would I spend the additional resources on WPF when I can write this once and have a choice of deploying either way? The only reason you would need need that is... We need beer for this argument, but (laughs) one could argue that WPF is elegant and big. That's not a reason. giant, and it's beautiful, and the Win32 people love it because it's so rich. Also not a good reason. And there's... I'll give you more not good reasons. Go There's it. 10 ways to do anything in WPF, which means you never know which way is the right so, way. So, yeah. Silverlight's better, so there's only five ways to do everything. Well, no, no, no. In Silverlight, there's only one way to do everything. I mean, it's really simple. It, but it covers most I, of I what you need to do. I've watched my friend Carl Franklin write four different ways to show a counter on a video. Like, it was True. really impressive, actually. Like, <laughs> There's a lot of ways to do everything. Like the only reason that you would use WPF is if it has features that Silverlight doesn't have. 3D, That's for instance. It. 3D. Well, yeah. you got to think. So, I mean, the fact that the Silverlight team builds stuff and it gets backported in WPF, and the WPF b- builds stuff and it shows up in the Silverlight. Like, as soon as those teams get together, why would you ever build anything in WPF as well, long I as think, all the features were there? I there think we're all. I think though. we're speculating that that's the way we're going. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be one big XAML-based thing. Yeah, no, I don't buy it. I think there's going to be a bunch of buildings in Microsoft called XAML Land. You don't buy it? No. I, I think the testament was the phone. 
Yeah. When I, the phone, I, I the phone doesn't do native code. Nope. The phone doesn't do WPF. The nope. phone doesn't do Jack except for Silverlight. And XDNA. Which, which is, I but think, that's fantastic. A good fit for a phone. That is a, that's a testament to where they're going. That's mm-hmm. a good fit for a phone, what, however. So back to the Surface team. You know, I'd like to be a fly in the wall when they're going like, holy cow, the world's going Silverlight and mm-hmm. we're in WPF. Right. Maybe we should have a Silverlight runtime in our new device. And maybe they're gonna. I don't mm-hmm. know. But by the same token, Studio is built in WPF. Parts of it, yeah. yeah. The designer. Yeah, the designer. And, I mean, Which, by the way, they did a great job. They're lovely. I mean, yeah. the, and generally the UI's all there. You know, the, the funny part is the moment you start thinking about, hey, maybe we should build Studio in Silverlight, it's like, great, we can deploy it over the web. Oh, boy. I, I want studio coming over the web. See, there you go right there, Carl. That, that kind of... Well, I mean, I fundamentally, mean, I have no problem with studio coming over the web if it worked, you know? And if it hooked up to com and touched your registry and did all the things that studio needs to do, but will it? So I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, because there's so much crossover in XAML between all these things, it's very easy for us to make the leap that everything's going to converge and it's one. I mean, and this is an old story. This is nothing new. And the convergence has never come. And it's because there's different right, right requirements. Right ones run everywhere. Yeah, there's different requirements on the server. There's different requirements in the middle and on the client and on a phone. They're different platforms. But WPF is just a client technology, right? So is Silverlight. But, but WPF but, but, but has access this, you would to, love to have. enterprise services, the 3D... <laughs> To the registry, to all of the things, those local resources that Silverlight doesn't have access to. Silverlight has access to them now, though. But they don't have access to everything. Not ever. everything. Yet. Yet. <laughs> right. What are we, a version away? You, I understand your point. But You're what saying, I'm saying you is want when, it, when it's you, just not going to be what there. What I'm saying is that there's a reason that the .NET runtime is 80 megabytes. or 80, 80 Down from 200. Down yeah. from 200, yeah. Because of all of the Win32, all of the... The other stuff that is required for backward compatibility. You're not just going to wake up one day and kill WPF and say, you know, it's the same thing they said with VB, right? You know, VB is, uh, you know, it, they're killing Visual Basic. I remember this. Well, guess what? The VB runtime is in Vista and in Windows 7. It's everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. Works. It never <laughs> dies. That's true. Technologies never die. No, of course not. Let's so what drink. else do you want to talk yeah, about? <laughs> Let's drink. No. Uh, <laughs> so you probably want me to, you always, you guys are always begging me for a story. Yep. Yeah. And we'll I always say, one. I can't tell them because I always have the F word. I thought of one on the way here. You can, Good. did I say, you guys are not going to be offended by the F word, are you? <laughs> no, this one doesn't have the F word. Do you remember, I was, um, has anybody seen the Visual Studio documentary? Anybody? It's, it's on MSDN. A couple if of hands you, out there. If you get a chance... Um, watch this thing because it's the most professionally produced thing that Microsoft that I've ever seen. So long story short, they call me say, "Hey Tim, we need to fly you up there." And, and I thought it was going to be you know like a, a Channel Nine thing, you know, mm. with Dan Fernandez sticking a camera in my face. <laughs> but it's a, you know it's Hollywood and all this, and I'm seeing all these executives move through and Scott Guthrie. Anyways, what they came out with was actually picked up by PBS in Asia. Wow. And they're trying to sell it to PBS in America, the Visual huh. Studio documentary. Well, wow. Tony Goodhue. Yep. Ever, uh, remember Tony Goodhue? Of mm-hmm. course you yeah. guys do. In the studio team. Back in, uh, it was back in um, the late 90s. And Tony reminded me of this story. It's when Sun and Microsoft got really sideways. Hmm. And do you remember what Marty 
Brecky and Dee Dee Walsh did with the, the urinal. This no. is awesome. You, you're, anybody with gray hair remembers that Sun was doing some pretty nasty stuff right. to Microsoft. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft was in a world of hurt with Janet Reno and the DOJ. Right. Right. Well, Marty Brecky and, and Didi, the marketing gals for the developer division, got this great idea. They found a vendor to build... You know that in the, the, you females out here can't relate to this, but in a, in a men's bathroom there there are these plastic things with a little soap inside, and you pee at them. You know, in the urinal. Urinal cakes. Urinal cakes. Urinal cakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So Marty and Dee Dee got the Sun logo printed on the urinal cakes, <laughs> <laughs> and then put them in all the men's bathrooms throughout Microsoft, That's at least so the developer funny. division. So I go in there, and I, I, for, I think, was it before 42? I can't remember the building number. I go in there, and I'm peeing, and I'm just cracking up. Like, oh, I can't believe this. And a mail went around to the entire developer division that basically said, if you're mad at Sun, they're peeing at us. You know, Tony Goodhue, they're peeing on us, so you run into the men's bathroom right now and pee on them. Well... The current CEO of Microsoft did not think that was funny at all. <laughs> at all. Furious. Bomber? Yeah. Because Bomber and McNeely went to high school together. Yes. And uh, he didn't think it was nice or appropriate for Microsoft people to be peeing <laughs> on some. Have urinal cakes in their yeah. urinals? <laughs> I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. But oh, yeah, yeah th- those, all three of those guys almost got fired over that. Wow. If you can believe that. I think so. those urinal cakes are worth money now. Uh, well, I wouldn't want they would have to be if yeah. you kind of reach your hand in to get them. Well, just because when you go to <laughs> I Sun. I bet Didi has some. Object. I know Didi has Because when you go to Sun.com now, what do you get? Oracle. Oh, yeah, isn't that it, interesting? There is no sunside. It redirects to Oracle, and a big logo flashes up and says, We own your ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't quite say that. No, no, it says that. <laughs> that's the, the red logo. Oracle killed another one. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I heard that. Um, who who bought um, Palm today? I don't know. Somebody bought HP. Palm. HP, HP bought, bought, bought Palm today. This is what you get when you drive around mobile an products RV. More, die. more handsets. <laughs> More handsets, more oh mobile advertising, more, yeah. Oh, Interesting. Okay. Well, we, did anybody know how Palm survived as long as they did? It was kind of amazing, really. Well, they don't have the marketing machine Apple does no, by, any, by any stretch. Who does? Yeah, good point. Yeah. And on that note, I think we need to uh, wrap it up. So uh, Already? Did yeah. we even talk about software? <laughs> Do we ever? <laughs> I guess not. Ladies and gentlemen, give Tim Huckabee a big hand. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. And we'll see you next time on .NET Rock! <laughs> <laughs>
at www.dotnetrocks.com. Got a transmitter band by the FCC. Yes, I'm a toy.